Welcome to the Realizing Genius Podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Christensen. This is where we dive in each week to chat about parenting, education, and realizing our children's genius. I'm an educator with a background in individualizing learning, and I'm obsessed with helping people find and nurture that genius in their children and themselves. Let's dive in. Hi, geniuses. Today, I have two wonderful women who have a plan to help you in so many ways. And I just wanted to introduce them a little bit. Okay, Kitty Andrews is... um, has her business is declutter the brain and then Christina Hay Averett is from vibrant family education and I really want you guys to tell me a little bit more about yourselves and then how did you guys come together and how do you work together to help homeschooling families Thank you, Heidi, for having us. So just really quick, I am a teacher of 27 years that left the schools because I knew that I wanted to reach families a little bit more. I've seen a a place in our communities and society where parents really need a little bit of coaching, a little bit of help to take a deep dive into education and see what's really working for their family and what's not working for their family. And that can be building around the current education situation or possibly even transitioning into homeschool, whatever is best for the family. So vibrant family is here to help and support and grow those happy, healthy, happy, 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 healthy, and successful families. (laughs) Okay. And I'm Kitty Andrews with declutterthebrain.com. And I help entrepreneurs to declutter their space and their brains so that they can focus on being profitably productive because nothing feels better at the end of the day than knowing you got the right things done. And that can apply to all ages. Doesn't need to be entrepreneurs. Can um, Everybody likes to feel like they weren't just doing busy work all day. And Kitty and I met actually by working together. I was having some clutter issues of my own and we got together and she helped me kind of figure out where I needed to tidy them to some things up and work on some decluttering of my brain as well as an entrepreneur now instead of a teacher and just really work. And then as we were talking, it's like, we really love families, both of us. And it's like, what could be super helpful for families? And we thought, well, what if we put our programs together for a quick start, a quick way to get them going? And then with her experience of actually working with some families who had to homeschool, of course, during the pandemic and stuff, and with my experience as a teacher and helping families understand where behavior issues come from, where learning difficulties come from, we just put that together and we created what we're doing now. That is awesome. One of the things I love about what you guys have been saying is that you, you work with, you know, like Kitty, you work with entrepreneurs. And I really see that, you know, after 22 years of homeschooling, um, that if you look at homeschooling as kind of a business, kind of from an entrepreneur mindset, it definitely helps. It's, it's something that, you know, you can set up the systems that you'll find in business. If you can set up systems like that uh, for your homeschooling, it definitely can help you. Absolutely. Everyone can benefit from systems. And what I love, um, one of the things that I love about working with parents is, especially if they say, we don't want our kids to grow up like us. If you teach the habit, anyone can learn the habits and the systems. But if you, if you 
if you teach them early, like say for example, seven and seven years old, both in both of these kids were between seven and ten years old, that's early enough to instill it so that they enjoy those habits like they just basically they, they go to college and they are not voted the messiest dorm room dorm room uh they they have these habits for life which affects their future relationships their ability to make money everything all five pillars their health their their discipline yes i go to the gym at 10 30 in the morning does does that make sense Oh, it, it definitely does. It definitely does. I know when I first started homeschooling, or I, actually I hadn't even started yet. I had four little boys and I was yelling a lot and I was like, okay, I don't want to be like this. And my, my mother, I, I'm the oldest of six and my mother yelled. She was very loving, but she would yell because that's how she felt she could communicate. And <laughs> I mean, I only have three brothers and I ended up with five boys in all. And so I, I knew I had to stop. I had to create a system within my own thought about how to deal with these kids. So I, I wasn't yelling as much and I was communicating more effectively and lovingly. Otherwise, you know, if we we're going to be together 24 seven, it just wasn't going to work. Right. Right. Yeah. And your, blood your blood pressure probably dropped about 20 points as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I really soon found that if I didn't have some systems in place that I would, you know, basically lose my husband because he would come home every day and the entire house would be a disaster. So um, we had to figure out some systems because I couldn't do it all, you know, with them being home all the time. You know, I was, I couldn't clean up after them all the time. So I um, had to get their help. And part of vibrant family, part of what I bring into the equation is along those lines. Whenever a parent is feeling overwhelmed, what are some of the systems and stuff? But then also we really look at the child development. You know, how else can we communicate with our children besides yelling, right? But yeah. also instilling that responsibility. It's like if we want happy, healthy, successful kids, they have to be able to take care of things. So it's part of the education system to help them learn how to clean up, to help them take responsibility for their things. And so just that shift in perspective of some parents are like, oh, I, you know, I had to do all the chores when I was a kid and I don't want my kids to feel the same way. But are you helping them be responsible or are you taking the pressure off of them and then they won't be responsible? So those are some of the discussions that we have in our coaching sessions with our parents is like, what should this look like as we're raising those happy, healthy, successful kids? Yeah, no, I totally, I totally agree. And responsibility. I mean, I feel like kids have to take responsibility for their education, not just for cleaning up their toys but, and, you know, reducing the clutter. But um, they have to take that responsibility for their education. And parents have to understand, too, that, you know, their responsibility isn't to make their kids learn. It's to just inspire them and give them the the atmosphere uh, that's conducive to learning. And, um, yeah, sometimes that whole clutter thing can be a real drawback to learning. What have you guys found about that, the clutter and learning well, certainly the the uh, shame and embarrassment 
I remember visiting um, a, a home and it, when you're when you're young, when you're seven, eight, nine years old, you don't feel as much shame about your surroundings uh, as as you probably would later on, maybe in your teens. But I do clearly remember a, a girl. <clears throat> uh, she invited us over her for her birthday party and the father it, basically it wasn't a good scene she and you could see that she was just like okay yeah come on in uh dad's drunk and the place is a mess and we're not having the oh. kentucky fried chicken that this is a true story um i haven't thought of this in a long time um and the kentucky fried chicken isn't isn't going to be coming um and so i've i've seen with my own eyes as a child embarrassment um it, we didn't really, um, my mother didn't want to have people over, uh, so a bit, of, a bit of a hermit. So as to whether it was because of a mess or not, I'm not absolutely sure. But a child wants to be able to be like the other kids, you know, where you can invite them in. Uh, you, have, you have the kids over on the lunch hour or after school. Everybody wants to feel like the other kids. And if you don't, if you're feeling like, oh, I gotta ask mom if I can have anybody come over. Or if you're feeling, to go on another slight tangent, if you don't mind, we the clutter is distracting in and of itself. And if you happen to be ADHD, which I am, uh, your, your brain is distracted enough with just which just the thoughts in your head and uh any anything that's extra i'm moving my head around for a reason i think you understand why um it's it, it just interferes with the thought process with the learning process most importantly with the retention process if you don't retain, then you have just lost all of that. And then the parent gets frustrated because, well, why did I just spend all this time teaching you? You never learn anything. And, you know, it, it, it just turns into a, not a good scene. Self-esteem wise, all of this. Sorry, I went on a little bit, but. Uh, exactly. And, you know, at, from the teacher's perspective, from our side over here, it's the same thing. When I was a teacher in the classroom, I would have posters and things on the wall for learning purposes. But once I got too many posters on the wall, once the wall was cluttered, that distraction kicked in, right? And then the kids were always looking at, oh, where is the thing that I need, right? Clutter is the same way. If you don't have your school supplies in, or your education supplies in a setting and a place where you can find things, again, the distraction or the break in concentration because you're going to go look for something. So all of that combined really impacts that retention and the actual learning process. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. I know um, as a teacher for a homeschool um, charter school, I met many of the my students in their home and there definitely was a difference. There were not very many, but occasionally I would see a home where it was so much clutter and it was I could see how that could have uh, negatively impact the students learning. But then there's also the home where there's just you know, you know that it, it it's organized, but there's so many projects going on. Or, you know, I, I know my little boys, uh, when my boys were little, they would dump all of the Hot Wheels out. 
and they would put them all in a line or sort them all into, you know, a pile of all the green ones and all the red ones. And, you know, that type of thing, that's learning. And that is, you know, those are learning projects. And so I, I don't want anybody to think that, oh, we have to have a perfectly manicured home at all times. That's not a livable mm-hmm. home and you want a home, but, but it's, you know, teaching my boys, you know, when they were little, I was like, oh, this would be so much easier if I just did this myself, but um, <laughs> creating, creating the systems and then teaching them. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was a lifesaver when they got older. Mm. I'd like to bring up a point uh, that that just occurred to me uh, now I primarily I, I work with a lot of adults and, and couples and relationships and what I have noticed is that when one person starts to declutter usually the wife is the one who comes who comes to me within a month or two they'll report something like you know I never thought it was going to happen but honestly Jim started to clean up his desk and the, these these women are what's going on? Who are you? And what have you done with Jim? Kind of thing. So I I put forth the theory that decluttering that as you declutter and the the child is learning, if the if the parent doesn't decide, you know what what I'm teaching him, that's a good idea for my office. What I'm teaching him for his for his learning space. That is a good idea for my office. And I wonder how I can improve on that. And hey, maybe we should streamline some meals. And the, it gets the creative juices going so that all benefit. And that and that's what Christina and I want to achieve here is it's a win-win for everyone in the family. The cat may not benefit, but you never know. He might with a calm home. <laughs> Christina well I yeah just along the same lines just think about the whole learning process if if you have things streamlined and you feel calm and successful in a small thing then it grows you're more confident in the next thing you try and you're more confident in the next thing you try and then the whole family is confident because they have their clean home they have their projects they know when to clean up put things away they know where everything is so when it's learning time, it's learning time. Those things come out and the learning process happens and then it goes away and then it's family time again, because that's one thing that we can't forget is that when we're educating at home, and that's what I love to call homeschool because it's so much more than just academics, right? Um, is that, you know, that distinction between family time and school time It's not always school time, it's not always education time, but and it's not just family time. But then the sneaky part of intermingling them so they're learning while they're having a lot of fun and they don't even realize they're doing their schoolwork. So that's the cherry on the top, I'd like to say. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. Yeah. No, I I agree. Sneaking in, like my son sorting all of the, you know, hot wheel cars. I mean, he thought that was fun. And it's like, oh, count all the purple ones. Oh, count- yes, oh. mommy. I will do that, you know? And uh put all of the red ones back in the bin and count them, you know, and it's just like, okay, figuring out ways to do that. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
I know that you guys have a program that you are working together to help families. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. And we are super excited about this because you are getting two experts in one package, which is kind of unusual. I haven't seen very many of those, but we're super excited because in four weeks, 30 days, basically, we have a quick start to really just kind of launch your family. So not only will you get to see me four times, once each week, you'll get to see Kitty four times, once each week, and we build off of each other. So I start helping the education process, the education deep dive, looking at learning strategies, learning styles, sleep patterns, all those things that really help a family get the learning in place. And also then what is needed to help calm those chaotic times around education, right? And then Kitty comes in and she just jumps right in there. And <laughs> what, what, what Christina uh, omitted is uh, that, well, not an, not an omission, but she has helped in, in this initial section to, to establish the best learning area in the house. And then two days later, um, we're planning on Tuesday and Thursday meetings. One or two days later, I I help you to declutter that learning area. Is it going to happen in five minutes? No, not a, not uh, unless your magic wand is a whole lot better than mine. But then you have a week to do that until our next our next session. And then week week two, there's a different focus. And then I do a different room with you, the entrance. Yeah. And then week three is the the, the, the living room. And then week four is is the kitchen, having um, an area to, to make healthy snacks. And what is one of the one thing one of the things other than having two coaches at once um, is we provide so you have seven day a week boxer app to us I, yeah I don't know if you're familiar with the uh, the boxer walkie talkie app so that if you're feeling threatened this is a staple in in all of my programs because people get frustrated people get stuck they, they they feel like okay I've gotten this far why am I even bothering little Johnny is just yelling anyway sometimes you just need to rant and get it off your chest or or ask one of us a quick question so you have for that 30 days unlimited access to us for all of these small things because face it going into school is a transition everything is a transition why not make that transition as easy as possible with the most support that you can have so you never feel stuck or overwhelmed yeah oh i love that i love how you're you're you know you each are taking your strengths something that i mean basically what i would call your genius and working together to help others basically be in an environment that where they can realize the genius of their child and actually even of themselves. Because I know as a parent and an entrepreneur, you know, the the atmosphere that I am working in is is really important. Having that uncluttered um, thing. I mean, right now my, I'm getting ready for a, a huge seminar and I have all of these things piled behind me and you're trying to get, get ready for this thing. And, and it's like, Oh, I can't wait to get them out of my office because mm -hmm. it's it, it, that clutter. I can, I can feel it. 
And um, anyway, um, so I, I, I really understand how how impactful this could be for some families and for for individuals too. So um, as we wrap up, can you guys um, just share like maybe one tip um, that our audience can take right now just to make just a simple thing that they could do to um, make their life a little bit better? So um, from the education, from the learning side, I want to encourage families to make sure that they're using their everyday life as part of that learning process. So like we were saying, we're going to sneak that learning in, right? We're going to make it fun. And without the kids even knowing, just by the way you talk about something, the way you explore something, you can help them learn those key things that they need just by doing normal everything day things. So for example, you were talking about the matchbox cars and the sorting, right? I say, take them to the park. You're like, wait, no, now they're just playing. It's like, no, they're not. Because on the way to the park, you get to count the cars. You get to talk about the different kind of plants and fauna and everything that's around. You get to talk about up and down and over and under all those vocabulary words that are so important in the rest of your child's learning. And even if you have an older child, you're like, oh, you know, that's for the little ones. No, even if your older child needs that break, needs that exploration of nature. And you can go a little bit deeper. You can go into you know the life cycles and other things. So you make the learning fun as you're doing your everyday things. So don't think learning education at home, homeschool is just books and computers and sitting down. Oh, I, I totally agree. That is a great tip. Awesome. Thank you, Christina. And I before I launch into my tip, just want to say I yeah I was just thinking that I remember many of the things that my mother taught me say for example on that walk to the park I would I would retain more of the flora and fauna for example I would retain it better than I did in in school partly because of ADHD just you know the, um, if I could see it then I then I understood it registered so I just wanted to acknowledge that thank you Christina and if you are feeling you're looking around your house saying there's no way that this can't even be cleared just remember the clutter did not accumulate overnight it will not go away overnight so just cut yourself some slack and realize that it will happen one step at a time. That is so true. I know um, my dad passed away a couple of years ago and my mom moved in with us and we had to take two 2000 square foot, foot homes and merge them into one home. And it took a lot of decluttering. And my husband was saying constantly, there is no way, there's no way. I love your mother, but, there was, but there's no way she's going to get all that stuff into our house. You know, there's no way we are going to get rid of enough stuff to have her in there. And it just was one day at a time. And, you know, we one did it. She's time when one box at a time. Yeah. She is still going through boxes and things and, but it's, it's happening and it's, um, yeah, and, and Kitty were, had that story about the husband that was doing it. He actually was able to declutter a lot too, just by seeing us as an example. And and we, we made it happen because it needs to happen. And um, when you're 
when you're homeschooling, when you're being called to homeschool or you feel like you have to homeschool, it's just, you figure out what to do and it's one step at a time, but, but, oh, thank you so much, Katie. That's great. Great advice. Great advice. So Christina and Kitty, thank you so much for being on the podcast and sharing your genius with us. And I will be putting a link to your, um, to your services that you do in the show notes, as well as other contact information. And um, I'm just so grateful that you are here sharing your genius. Thank you so much, Heidi, for the opportunity and for letting us share. Ditto. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the Realizing Genius podcast. Head over to realizinggenius.com forward slash podcast for all the show notes and links and to share your ideas of anyone you would like to have me interview. Have a wonderful week realizing your genius.